one. Hi there, and welcome to episode 140. See, he didn't get me. I made a mistake in the first 41. intro, and he waited, and he got it right. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> episode, episode 141 of the AD. We're not getting better, are we? 140 things of these we've done, things, episodes, you might call them, and we're still mm-hmm. not getting yeah, better, yeah. are we? I think we're getting no. worse, actually. Worse. I would argue we are getting worse, yeah. We had an argument, James, when we agree with you. I know, yeah, we both agreed with you. It's not an argument. It's a consensus statement. Mm-hmm. Correct. A mission statement, if you will. You See, the thing is, this episode is about anger. And before we came on, these two both just vaguely half agreed it might be funny if they made me really angry. And then Alex realised the episode was on anger, so he was going to do it without knowing the episode was on anger. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah. Anyway, this yeah. is yeah. whatever the episode is, it doesn't matter. Whatever the podcast is, I don't care. The I'm James Brown, the man, the man who got so angry Brand. at the New Street Birmingham branch of mcdonald's that he can never return and as usual i'm joined by the man for whom angry birds is really disgruntled woodpeckers and mrs alex mrs alex connor and mrs <laughs> alex connor apparently oh dr alex oh, connor and mrs, <laughs> and mrs adhd it's fair to say i sometimes deliberately make angry because it's really really funny alex hi hello <laughs> You did an angry hello. <laughs> well done. So we've got are we back from jokes to hellos now. Are we just gonna intermingle them? Yeah. 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 Yes. And Sam, hi. Hi. How are you both, Mrs. AJT first? Um I've been better, but I've been much worse. How about you? <laughs> you've got no. a bad back and you've been in bed yeah. for two days with a migraine. Yeah, facts, both of those. Um, and and True. Alex, how are you? I'm furious, thank you, James. Yeah, as always. Um, <laughs> it's about anger, I've just learned. Um, listener numbers apparently, according to the tech intern, Tarquin, are recovering from our, our break during ADHD Awareness Month. Covering even more, we've now at least 20 odd people listening again. That's 20 odd people, oh. one of whom has sent us a letter. No. That's right, James. It's from a, and if I just check, from a Robert from Kidderminster. It says, I listened to your episode on anhedonia. Was James's part supposed to cause a lack of joy? Because if so, kudos to you all. Oh, thank you. This is the same joke as the insomnia Thanks, letter, man. but it is a good one. <laughs> Thanks, Robert. I've had two real letters. Can I read them out? No. Yeah. This is going to annoy uh, Sam because they're not literally, one of them is literally isn't a letter. But um, I did a, a, a talk with the, or a panel with the Lancashire and South Cumbria NHS Foundation Trust. And it's, it's all started off by my new old chum, Chris Billsborough, who specifically reminded me that the NHS are fantastic and sensitive to adults. And the, all of them are brilliant. And I said, I'd say hello. So hi, Chris. Um, but the real letter is from Nick Ellis. It says, Hi all, I know you're taking a well-earned break, were, but I wanted to let you know what a difference you've made to me and my family. I started thinking about ADHD in 2019 when someone I met said in the first conversation, was I ADHD or ASD? Obviously I was offended since I am completely normal. I'll have you know. Anyway, I have my ADHD referral in hand and I'm waiting diagnosis. I'm approaching 50 and going through a blend of imposter syndrome that I probably haven't got ADHD and I'm just shit at life. Plus, 
grief for what could have been had it been picked up sooner. A friend recommended your podcast to me, some kind of friend. That was me, not the letter. A couple of months ago, and it's honestly been like listening to recordings of my own brain. Suddenly I feel understood, even though you've never heard of me. Importantly, my wonderful, very neurotypical wife has been listening to it and has helped her to understand why I do things and that I'm not doing it because I'm lazy or to wind her up. We've been able to have the most constructive conversations ever about it off the back of listening to you. Inevitably, Sam, it doesn't say whether this was before you joined, just FYI, not clear. Inevitably, having found something that tickles my brain, I've gone all in. I'm in the Discord. I'm going to Alex's talk about RSD tomorrow. Hi. That was a couple of weeks ago. And I've signed up for James's course over the winter. The Discord community have been amazing, so warm and welcoming and just nice. To the endless discussion of which one of you is the monster, I think it's safe to say you're all monsters and you fucking deserve each other. And I mean that in the best possible way. Thanks again. Thank you, Nick. Oh, that was lovely. It says James responds to this on the script, but he's got distracted, I can tell. (laughs) No, but it's because because we've had had a lovely um, uh, message earlier from somebody, or I know from somebody from the NHS, and I've written something horrible about the NHS as this type of podcast. So I thought I'd quickly better change that because it's not really in tone with having somebody from the NHS say something nice. So, yeah, that's what I was doing, actually. Do what we want. I like I like that. Um, as is apparently now part of the season two routine, season two I like, whilst uh, making tea and fluffing James, the Metrics intern has given us information about another city we have listeners in, which is Edinburgh in Scotland, where 1% of our listeners live. Huh? Or listen, we don't really know where you live. Well, I do. <laughs> no, got distracted again. The uh, metrics intern has told us a fact about Edinburgh, which is, Sam, the Royal Mile is thought to be named after the fact that it is exactly one mile long. This is actually not true. The Royal Mile is actually only 12 feet long. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. No. It's 12 feet. Uh- I don't know oh, how no. long it is. I don't know, do I? Yeah, but you'd, you'd imagine it. You'd, you'd imagine it. You'd imagine it might be close to a mile, otherwise they'd call yeah, it. Yeah, but a, you don't a, know, do you? It might be twelve feet. No. Oh no, god, this, this, bit confusing. To, this bit is going to take up far too much time every week, isn't it? it I is. don't know how long anyway, it is. As usual, oh, this hastily this hastily changed ingrown toenail removal I observed in 1993 that made me spray vomit. Two ingrown toenails removed. Sorry. I'll do that again. I'm sorry. Who has? Vince. I don't know who that is. Okay. Well, m- n- none of the listeners will because he's, he's a friend of ours. And I, can I, can I, can I get one yes, sentence? Sen- maybe one, one I wish sentence you would, in the James. whole podcast. I, know. I, know. I really wish you would. Bit of professionalism, James, please. Come on. I know you're a director. thing is, I've said, I've said most of it now. Everyone's kind of heard Say the it gist again. of it. But... Say it again. No, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going. still be heard, funny. It got... No, it won't. Anyway, we choose... It's a tragedy in three parts. We choose the theme. Last time around was about ADHD, and it wasn't workplace discrimination, was it, Alex? No, it was it Anhedonia, was. James. Anhedonia, yes. That's given everybody a hint about what's coming up next week, though. And <laughs> today we're focusing on ADHD and anger. So thanks to single parent pessimist Jay and Heather D on Discord for suggesting the topic. Remember, you can suggest topics or get in touch or even buy really shit merchandise, which, take, which takes anywhere between three days and a lifetime to post out at www.theadhdadults.uk. Did this for me? Did it? I did, yes. Sorry. Yes. Wait, wait, what? 
Oh, nice. It's, it's a T-shirt. If you just listen to this, like most people do with podcasts, and you kind of have to <laughs> paint an audible picture, if you will. You can't just say this. That's not. not well, helpful. you can because I did. So it is yeah, possible. Yeah, it is possible. In false, yeah. it is possible. It just makes a shit podcast. Yeah. Sorry, James. Yes, are, we do, are we done? Are we done? Are I we? I think so, but I can't promise. Right, okay. No. The three parts, as usual, include the Neil Kinnock of evidence, Alex the Psycho Education Monkey, Hello. talking about theme, our personal reflections on anger, and then finally, just a tip where we introduce some tips without fully inserting them into your brain. <laughs> so, Alex, <laughs> the levels of anger I have when spending time with you are frankly magnificent. Can I just start? That... <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was just stating a fact. Oh, okay, unrelated. Righto. It mm. seems odd to define something uh, as obvious as anger, but apparently I have to do it anyway because James says so. Anger is an emotion characterized by antagonism towards some, someone, or something, or summit. Often, when someone feels deliberately wronged. Like other basic emotions that have probably developed in our evolutionary process, anger or aggression are very primal emotions like most of the other ones. Anger has always been included in the list of basic emotions, partly because it is universally recognisable, especially in the face region. We often think of anger as being negative. Some psychologists struggle to position it as a positive or negative because Anger, in fact, can have positive outcomes in some situations. It can give you a, a way to express negative feelings or it can motivate people to find solutions to problems. Every human feels angry at times. It is part of humanity. And anger is a normal, healthy emotion to experience. But, and it's a big book, James, when anger is negative, it can make us say or do things we regret. It can make it harder for us, ding, to express ourselves clearly or calmly and can lead to arguments or conflict with others. Excessive anger can cause problems in pretty much every area of life. See, it says here, is yeah. it something we can control? I mean, I clearly can't. <laughs> Actually can sometimes. Yeah, yeah. It, ironically, the, the script intern is the only one of us that clearly can't. It's a, it's a great question, Sam. Uh, as always, James, there are approaches for controlling anger, which can work for some people. The same ones for a lot of the emotional dysregulation ADHD, just changing the environment, getting therapy, breathing techniques, relaxation mm. techniques. But when we put anger in the context of ADHD... My bit, my bit, my bit. Don't, don't spoil When we put anger in the context of ADHD... The impulsivity, the emotional dysregulation, these techniques are suddenly very difficult to remember to find in your armour. They're, they're just difficult to use at that time. And therapy, remember, if it's not ADHD-informed, often doesn't work very well in our tribe. Now, James, if you just be quiet for one minute, dysfunctional anger, which isn't an effect. I, I, love, I love how riled he can get. It's my favourite. <laughs> Uh, dysfunctional anger, which isn't official, it's not medical, it's it's what what really we call with um, a, a primary clinical complaint, and it's a comorbid feature of some adults with ADHD. That's anger that is not healthy, not helpful. Interestingly, though, 
disruptive mood dysregulation disorder, DMDD. And that is a diagnosis in the DSM-5, which is the big boring book of mental health illnesses. That includes severe, recurrent, that's at least three times a week, temper outbursts, James, that are grossly out of proportion in intensity or duration to the situation, James. And this can also occur with ADHD. Ooh, do we need a separate episode on DMDD then? Probably, yeah. I'll just get the metrics in turn to see if anyone's asked about it or make up a name. Back to ADHD and anger specifically, though, both adults and children with ADHD tend to experience more than two different types of anger. Um, but the main two are state and trait anger. State anger is the temporary short lasting outbursts of anger where trait anger is that kind of chronic long-standing personality trait James, that is an almost constant tendency tendency to become angry at the slightest provocation <laughs> you Bastard. can't see if you're not watching on youtube you can't see james just shaking his head angrily at me it's my favorite <laughs> that's kind of the so trait anger is having a low boiling point and, and or hair trigger or whatever you want to call it Whereas state anger is that sort of toddler outburst, James. Equally, people can be classified as anger in oh. or anger out. Anger in, if they suppress their anger or direct it towards mm. themselves, or anger out, if they direct their anger outward towards other people and their environment. I definitely anger in, which I think is much more healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. No, it, yeah, it isn't. is. For the people around mm. me, it is. Remember the whole evidence-based thing? That's what we're doing right now, and it is not. Oh, okay, fair enough. The pressing anger can prevent people from regulating, processing, expressing emotions healthily. In general, then, as if you internalise it, in general, the anger does not go away. Not only that, but suppressing anger can contribute to anxiety, depression, Physical health issues, high blood pressure, can lead to self-sabotage, self-esteem problems, relationship issues. I appreciate none of that is relevant to your son, but yes, as you can see, it's, it's, it's not massively helpful. My brain, if I was you, would be thinking, I haven't got high blood pressure. That's it. I was thinking that. <laughs> Whether we keep it in or let it out, it's probably healthier to try to gain insight and control as much as we can, regardless. Because there are healthy ways to deal with anger and they allow you to work through your emotions rather than internalizing them, suppressing them, even if you internalize them, but deal with them internally, you know, that's okay too. Assertive communication. Um, exercise, sport, we appreciate that that's a boring answer. Oh, I like that one. Breaking something inexpensive and safe, I guess. Uh, <laughs> um, or maybe seeing a hello from a therapist, James, would help. Have you ever saw, saw, seen a hello from a therapist? <laughs> <laughs> Seeking help, I think that should say. Do you think that's what this, the script is I mean, meant by one, seeing one a hello the, from a therapist? One of, one, of the, one of the tips that I give the clients that I coach is that if you struggle with your dyslexia, for example, yeah. that sometimes dictating your work can be helpful. 
And as we know, people with ADHD can struggle to check their work fully. Mm-hmm. And particularly as those two words, seeing hello, are both normal words in, in the English language and they're not pointed out up. as being wrong. Mm-hmm. It's understandable, but they don't get picked up by the machine, but they do by Dr. Cocknose there, don't they? As a, just a beautiful, as an open goal. And the, le- the next line's meant to me, but why, Alex? Why do we get angry? I fucking know why I get angry. And he sat there. <laughs> Calm down, James. Calm down. Goodness me, who's your therapist? Brian Brain? <laughs> That's why some research. That's a really old callback joke. As for why we get angry, James, as you've asked so rudely, there is research a little bit that has linked anger, um, which is expressed overtly, aggressively and violently, with reduced, are you ready? prefrontal brain activation and remember that prefrontal cortex region is on average under active in adhd mm. attentional issues have been associated with trait anger and the lack of cognitive inhibition so not being able to stop dwelling stop thinking has been related to those of us who direct our anger outwards or anger out and then the impulsive nature of adhd of course means we can't often stop it which is also cognitive inhibition finally a really common way this can manifest itself is in driving anger james adhd adults generally report more driving anger and aggressive expression through the use of their vehicle than their non-adhd peers road rage much Okay, on that note, I'm going to go and find something safe and inexpensive to break. And we'll see you in part two, if that isn't my computer. See you in a bit. What? The, the inexpensive oh, break my computer. Okay, I've got it, got it. Yeah, okay. sorry. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Got it. Got it. Alex, hi. Hi. What's up? Hello, Governor. Welcome back to episode 141 of the ADHD Adults Podcast, where we're talking about ADHD and anger. In this part, we'll talk about our personal reflections on anger. James, you're angry. Go. Can I, <laughs> can, I, can, I can I just point out this is this has grown completely organically. There's nothing there's nothing contrived about this, but nobody ever interrupts Sam and nobody ever interrupts Alex when they're doing the introduction. <laughs> There's oh, just no, that this... would be rude. Yes, exactly. There's just yeah. this fucking targeted and innate. James is speaking. Let's. It's worth pointing out, James, that if someone did interrupt us, we wouldn't yeah. blow our fucking top, so it wouldn't be hilarious. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> I forgot that bit. Um, now, uh, if you look at my personal reflections, they start off with very rarely get angry. <laughs> what? I don't, so this may be alexithymia, but um, I, I, I'm, first of all, I'm an anger in person mostly. I'm constantly angry at myself for every mistake that I make, for everything that's even not my fault that happens in my life. Just had a migraine for two days, and that means I've missed, you know, a point, I've missed my mum's 90th birthday. I've missed appointments with clients. I've missed an interview with somebody called Francis from the BBC. I've got to get back to him. And the anger towards myself for something that's not my fault, having a migraine, is intense. I really, I just want to smash my head into a wall. Well, yeah. And 
if you look at the wheel of emotions, we talked about this in Anhedonia. If you look at the sub emotions like frustration, you know, being let down, being um, uh, critical, um, certainly being withdrawn. There are lots of sub emotions of anger that I feel often. Um, I, I genuinely, I know we, we laugh and joke on this podcast about me being the angry one, but a lot of that is, you know, it's it's a it's a bit of a bit, and and, and YouTube do make me angry than any two other people yeah. in the world. Apart and from when you're driving. But I, if you just if you oh just God, let me do my bit, if you just right. for a second oh, let me Christ. do, <laughs> wrap wrap it up, James. <laughs> 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 I'm actually I, am I am gen generally pacifistic and believe in peace and don't get angry about a lot of things apart from in very very specific situations driving being one of them and I've, I've probably told this story in the podcast before it's, it's one of my lowest points when a, a taxi driver stole my parking space I got a pull queue out of the car and started smashing the side of his car door and it's only when no. I saw the 80 year old woman in the back seat that was scared <gasps> shitless that I caught myself on and went what the fuck and oh, yeah. got back in my car and drove up but i had no control over that anger because he'd stolen a parking space off me and he was and he was actually he was driving an 80 year old i think it was to the doctor's fucking out oh, <laughs> yeah 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 so I'm not, I'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know because i missed the 90th she um oh. isn't talking to me um so whilst most of my anger is anger in almost constant anger in, and sometimes I verbalise that anger in. Sam will hear me as I'm walking around the, the house, saying, "You stupid fat dickhead, where have you put that? You've lost that again, you fucking idiot!" And getting angry and annoyed at myself, I, the external anger. What? I just found it funny. I like the fat <laughs> <that> surprised me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I do, I do feel a lot of the subcategories. Most of my anger is pointed in. It's occasionally pointed out, but that's largely either at you two or when I'm driving. That'll do. Sam, what about you? Um, I'm the same. And actually, when you and Lisa stayed with us, Alex, I don't know if you remember, but she said that it was actually quite stressing to hear because when I, I talk to myself oh, a lot horrible to yourself. and I am constantly going, you fucking idiot, why have you done that? You're fucking useless. But constantly angry at myself constant state of anger at myself um, and occasionally I do have outbursts where I throw things and smash things and then fucking hate myself because it turns out that I've got to clean that shit up I remember actually the first time I really smashed something I was cleaning my room when I was in my bedroom when I lived at mum, mum and dad's when I was a little girl I wasn't that little I was maybe about it doesn't matter. Anyway, I was cleaning. Now, how, old, how old? How old? How yes. old? About twelve or thirteen, I'd say. Oh, that's and fair enough. This yeah. mirror kept falling, like a full length mirror kept falling forward. So I just punched it and smashed it to bits, and then immediately was crying because I was like, "I've now got, I've now not got a mirror, and I've got to clean all this shit up." And that's the only thing that can sometimes stop me from smashing things because I just think you've got to clean this shit up afterwards and. It's your shit that you're breaking. So, but that can't always stop me. I do throw things a lot when I get angry. How about you, Alex? I know. I think I always I forget sometimes that I've been I've known about my ADHD for a lot longer than you guys, and for a lot longer than a lot of people that listen to this show. And it took me a long bloody time to get further down my journey, vomits. Of... You're still you're still shit at it though, aren't you? 
Shit at ADHD or just generally? Yeah, Yeah, no, I I am. But what I am reasonably good at now, and it isn't just a personality trait, I don't think, is emotional acceptance, blah, blah, blah. That when I have self-esteem problems like you, I have outbursts and I have meltdowns just like you two. But I am not so unkind to myself as I watch you two be. So, Mm. of course, I still do. I will always go, oh, you fucking idiot. Um, Usually at James, but sometimes at myself. (laughs) And you fucking fat dickhead. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so th- that that's something I've learned, and it took me years to realise that I'm never getting over this ADHD. I'm never going to not have these feelings, so I have to interpret them differently. And the irony is that interpreting them with kindly intent that I'm this that isn't me, that it's okay, led to fewer of them, which is annoying because it would be better if there was some kind of pill. Um, They have got, this is annoying. This is wank. They've got less since I've stopped drinking. I have Mm. less angry outbursts. Uh. I have less anxiety. But, you know, my whole life is boring. Apart from the woodpecker bits. (laughs) And exercise as well. Another wanky thing to say, I'm so sorry, is, is really is really helpful so yeah it's a journey of positive lens and kindly intent it's like being a californian fucking hippie so sorry i still don't think we should do a t-shirt of a, a bunch of really happy people called len and their positive lens i just love yeah positive lens it is <laughs> um thank you for that alex it was i wasn't listening but i'm sure it was good um, just to add, was, just to add to my, just to add to my bits, because obviously yeah. anger is something that I, I may sometimes apparently not, but do definitely have. I, I, I get anger for other people. Oh, now, yes. I know this is wrapped, this is wrapped up with justice sensitivity, but yeah. I often, this may be low self esteem, but I often get more angry for other people than I do for myself. So if something happens in my family, in, in my friends group, or more often when somebody I know in our larger family, our tribe gets treated badly i i get uncontrollable rage and just want to smash and burn the world down yeah that's so and true I think... sorry i yeah. spent so long last night fantasizing about killing somebody for this exact reason i'm right here sam <laughs> <laughs> sorry james carry on but that's so no true. no no that's no that was a, just a segue for if either of you have that yeah, really definitely. Point. It's the only time I really want to harm people, actually, on behalf of other people that wouldn't want me to harm that person. But yeah, I really want to kill people sometimes. I know you're going to call me a psychopath, but I don't. What I have to do is always stop myself from doing it. Well, I don't I... actually kill people. I just want to. <laughs> I'm not yeah. like you. I want to not hurt, you know, that's what I have to, to not do. Get... Yeah. I want to not hurt people. Yeah. To not want to. Yeah. I mean, to not, that's yeah. hard. That's difficult. Hard thing. No time for the um, game, that's, James. That's no, shame. well, there, there, there is time. But just before that, I just wanted to say, because I alluded to this earlier, and <clears throat> this is something I do have a little bit of shame about. But when when I can see that Sam's about to go, it's not it's not subtle when she's about to go. <laughs> um, I, I do. I do. I do. I do deliberately wind her up. I do. <laughs> um I do know exactly what to say to Funny. make her throw, throw things. And the only time I don't do that is when it's a phone in her hand, because I've seen her, th- I'm more concerned for the phone, to be honest. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But 
but when she's got just something that's not expensive, like a remote control or something in her hand, then I'll abs abs. And this is evil. I'll absolutely just push her a little bit further because it's really funny when she loses her temper. Oh, yeah. um, my wife doesn't get angry but really almost ever it's so annoying God, what a psychopath exactly yeah i know right <laughs> uh, anyway alex there, anyway alex there is time for the game if you're prepared for Incredible. it false so um it's a bit of a gimme this really but I, i've had a migraine for the last two nights and um i haven't had a lot of time to think about a gimme you wonder what mm. a gimme is. So yeah, a gimme is an easy one. It's it's like an open goal. It's an easy one. It means that he won't have to think hard to work out what the answer is. Okay. Yeah. You next week we'll, we'll split. Next week we'll explore because it would have taken like six times as long as saying gimme. Well, and now I want you to should know ten times that it will long. take longer if you've got to explain it to me anyway. So just say what you mean. I could explain outside of the podcast. I mean, you could make a note and say afterwards what's a gimme. But okay. now we've been talking like. 50 minutes about this for fuck's Just sake get anyway. on with it then. Oh, give me so, give me the three options i had a migraine for the last two days it was a very 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 bad one and i i wanted all the things that helped me and one of those things is uh migraine menthol head strips um and i couldn't find them you've got three options as to why i couldn't find them one had i used them all two were they in the kitchen, kind of hidden away in a cupboard? Or three, did Sam have them next to a bed, like a selfish little goblin that steals whatever it is that goblins steal? Head strips of Well, that's a really difficult one. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Picking up some emotion around the third one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. A, you know, I'm not a like a, a natural empath. Mm. But the first two, which are neither funny nor interesting, nor <laughs> with any emotion whatsoever, I don't think it's those ones. Mm. I think it might have been the the third one about Sam being a goblin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, fair enough, Matt. I don't know how you got that. Props to you. It's <laughs> it's two one for this. Yes, it was Sam because I, I had to <laughs> blindly and clumsily like a mummy as opposed to a vampire walk around trying to find them on my side of the bed and then realize hang on a minute i think they're all by and yes they were all by your bed and your little caddy with your tablets Sorry. and other things that you have so yeah so but for a day and a half of those two days didn't have a hedge on because sam had them all anyway we'll take a break and we'll come back in part three for just the tips in a bit bye no no Welcome back to episode 141 of the ADHD Adults, season two in a way. We're talking about everything ADHD and anger. And as always in part three, this is just the tip. Top tipping, spunk trumpeting, Gabby Logan in, blah, 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 blah. Um, right then. Well, Sam, Sam's top tips are to internalise it and James's are, I always get angry. So this is going to be, I mean, it's going to be more useless than ever, but Fuck it. James, you're always furious for no reason. Why don't you start? Yeah, obviously, maybe not the best person to give advice on, on this. Even the, I suppose the, the, the first and most important piece of advice would be don't start a podcast ever. No. Um, that's probably Ooh, start beneficial. it on your own. Imagine how happy yeah, I'd, I'd still, James, if you didn't have to no, do this I'd as still, well. I'd still get angry, to be honest. Okay. It would just be externalised, internalised anger. 
Um, remember, uh, Sam, before we started recording today, he started shouting at his some his earpods because they didn't have L and R on for left and right, and then he just went quiet and went, oh, no, they do. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't miss, I missed that. It's amazing. Yep. Anyway, I won't give you any of my tips because they're useless, but mm. Laura Beth Moss, who is um, part of the US National Anger Management Association, developed something called the 30-30-30 approach, which is a bit like kind of stop-think-act, which we sometimes use as coaches. And that's if you if you can spot a trigger, if you know situations where you might become angry, then to try and put into place taking yourself away for 30 seconds. So extracting yourself from a situation for 30 seconds, spending the second 30 seconds doing something else, which could be deep breathing, kind of grabbing a quick drink, just changing your thought process and using the final 30 seconds to think of a coping statement that will help you de-escalate your emotions, such as I hate it when Alex talks to me like that, but deep down I know he's a twat. And therefore if you, you reframe your thought process is I would become less angry when after that 90 seconds, I re-engage. So try, if you can, it's very difficult when you're impulsive, either kind of stop, think, act, kind of stop, extricate yourself, calm yourself down with some breathing exercises or something else before carrying on and don't allow it to escalate. Everyone's yawning, you bastards. Sam, right. what about you? Um, yeah, I think I've probably said the ones I do already. Um, the, it can sometimes stop me if I think, hang on, this is a thing I don't want to break and I've got to clean this shit up. <laughs> uh, but not always. But I breathe. I stop and breathe. And then I talk to myself and say, it's not worth it, Sam. Just calm down. I talk to myself like that sometimes too. Um, and, and sometimes I count as well. Um, but exercise does help, like you say, especially if it's something that, you know, boxing or something i would imagine is ace i don't do that but that would be really <laughs> for getting rid of but it just burns off excess energy for me so it um yeah if you're exhausted all the time it's difficult to smash it <laughs> that is amazing <laughs> what about I, you alex the, the breathing thing's a difficult one isn't it because any kind of meditative meditative activity when you've got adhd is boring so uh, don't, don't be ashamed of making yourself meditate in an ADHD friendly way when you're doing something else for five minutes that you like doing it's okay to also meditate is a, is a broad umbrella term for like just thinking about nothing for a while and seeing what what comes into your brain that that's really important what I would say is look for where you feel out of control in your life and and try and split that into what you can and can't control because that that's a huge trigger for anger when people aren't quite realizing that that they have these feelings of a lack of control and therefore they're projecting that on something like a f the, the justice sensitivity is in part a problem with control because it's something bad happening to someone you care about that you have no control over and, and it can come out as anger the number one top tip that works for me so don't i know what you're going to say here james but you know when you you're reading a novel or in your case watching a cartoon and there's a hero a james bond character they don't get road rage ever. You wouldn't read it or watch it if, or have someone read it to you, James, if they got road rage. If they went, oh, you fuck off, you've done that to me. If if the, the, the anger that I express sometimes, my hero wouldn't do it. And, and I can use that to ask myself, what would my, who I actually believe I am uh, on my best days, what would they do in this circumstance? And I, 
impulsivity makes this sometimes difficult, but in general, that really, really helps me to express my emotions in a more positive way. They'd say, you know, I'm angry with, I'm, I'm, I think I'm doing the speech from Pretty Woman by Richard Gere at the moment, but to say, <laughs> oh, well, I'm angry because is, is painful, but it's what the, the character would do, what the, the real me would do. That's my top tip is think what would my hero my own novel I do? just needed to say that when I said breathe I'm not meditating I can't do that when I'm breathing I'm still inside my mind or out loud saying all the things I'm angry at and telling myself to calm down my mind's just constantly busy I don't know how people breathe and have their mind empty unless they're doing pole they used to chant remember I did used to chant yeah I can't be With silent mind... though no no but yeah but that, that 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 internal quietness is I imagine what you've got when you chanted. I don't know. Um oh, I, I like that I like that to some what? It's chanting. Yeah, but your mind was quiet, wasn't it, when you chanted? Wasn't that the no, whole point? It was of it? chanting. Your mind was chanting and your mouth was. And you had to think about things that um you Oh right, okay. So it's a, it's, a, it's a made it's a made up form of Buddhism that wasn't I've forgotten. It was um, kind of manifesting, I think. Yeah, yeah, and we all know that's real. What I'd say about your approaches, I Alex, I, I read books by <coughs> Chuck Palahniuk and Brett Easton Ellis, oh, and yeah. the heroes in those books definitely would have road rage and would behead people. Um, so that only works if you read <laughs> the kind of books you obviously read where cars weren't <laughs> invented. And Mr. <laughs> Willsbury would come round and try and woo the daughter of someone or something like that. Anyway... That was episode 141 of the ADHD Adults podcast, where we talked about ADHD and me having anger. If by miracle you've enjoyed this episode, you can find more content by subscribing on Patreon, as apparently it's pronounced. Uh, visit www.theadhdadults.uk to find out more and to get in touch if you want to, because that's where the forms are now. See ya. Bye, Bye all. Come on, come on.